Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell. Tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ, and I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you, Lord. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel to share your word. I pray that as I discuss your word, that it is all you and none of me. I also pray that the listeners' ears, their eyes, their hearts, and their minds are open so that they hear the truth, they know the truth, and they understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, I pray that you take it away from their memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 So my name is Catherine Legard, and my husband and I, we do missions over in East Africa. We've been uh, working over there since 2006, and we're training leaders, transforming people over there, and spend a lot of time developing community leaders, uh, training them, you know, on Bible subjects, but also on leadership, on um, just how to do well in life, you know, those uh, practical skills that you need in order to get a job, keep a job, some entrepreneurship. And so we just help people over there become good leaders, um, develop their community around them, and, uh, and just, you know, on the biblical foundation. Man, that is awesome. One, I love the fact that, one, you train the leader. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with my background, but uh, I'm a captain in the Air Force. And so uh, and I got a background in teaching as well, uh, adult education. And so I, I had the privilege of teaching at the University of Georgia. I taught the ROTC cadets there. And our whole curriculum is on leadership. And so the fact that I'm a Christian, sometimes, I, you know, it, I struggle with not throwing in Bible scriptures and, and that kind of stuff. But I think the greatest example of a leader we have is in Jesus. And so if we follow some of his leads, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be all right. So I love, I love the fact that you're teaching them leadership, that you're backing it up by the Bible, but also you are, you're going out and doing, you know, um, you're doing it in another country, you're doing missionaries. And, and so I, I really want to eventually be able to do that. I got like three years left in the Air Force. And I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a try to do some stuff as well. So I may try to see if I can come volunteer for you all. But uh, tell me how, like, how did you get started with that? What, what led you to, to doing that? Well, that's, you know, both my husband and I have had it on our hearts since we were just kids to go to Africa. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really envision how that's going to look like. We just had a desire for Africa and for Africans. And, 
And so that's always been there since at least I was nine years old, I think. And um, and it's just, you know, you were drawn to it. And uh, so it was always there, but my husband had a friend who moved over there uh, when he was in his early 20s and he had an opportunity to go visit him. And so he did and he was teaching at a Bible school and just got to know a few you know, pastors in that area and was invited to come back. So he would just go every other year or so, do some pastor seminars and, and just try to help them, you know, the way he could. And and every time he would go, he just sensed that, you know, um, coming for a couple of weeks is great. But in reality, they really need a full Bible school or a full curriculum to go through that's really going to take them to a new level. And, and so that's kind of how we got started and... It just, you know, as my husband started praying for laborers to come do it, he just really felt like the Lord was speaking to him, why don't you go do it? (laughs) So, you know, the opportunity was there. He felt like the Lord, you know, gave him like, it's time for you to go and do it. And we already had Africa on our hearts, so it all fit. And uh, and that's kind of how we got started. We we moved over there. We had a, a an infant with us, and uh, we just went from one one village to another. We set up a Bible uh, curriculum, uh, but we called it like a mobile Bible school because we saw all these uh, pastors and leaders. They were coming to the big cities, or they were in the big cities. They had a few Bible schools, but in the rural area where the people are really poor. They didn't have anything there and they didn't have the means to come to the big cities because the, the difference in, in price and, and income is so big. So we actually went out to the villages and started training people there. And we would do two, three weeks at a time, give them a few months of break. And then we would go to another village and do the same thing. And we would do several villages and then come back to the first one again and do two, three more weeks. And so we would do that, you know, and after four modules, they had completed a whole year of training because we do intensive training. And so we just seen, you know, a big transformation in the people over there and the leaders over there. And um, a lot of the pastors are also community leaders. They're highly respected in the communities. They have a lot of influence and and they go back to their um, churches and their church members and they teach them what they've learned and so you have this ripple effect that they take them with them and they encourage their uh, members to um, get their jobs you know teach them the skills they need to become employable because you work in a really poor area and a lot of poverty mentality is there and and a lot of people were just not able to keep a job because they didn't know how to be a good employee so you know they would sleep on the job not show up one day come three hours late and all those things and then you get fired um so he would teach just you know just normal uh practical skills and also entrepreneurship that we had taught them and and they would start businesses and we just saw a lot of people coming or working their way out of poverty just by teaching them some life skills and biblical um foundations in their lives man ethics that's that's amazing it reminds me of paul (laughs) how you like you go one village and you went to another village and that is that right. is awesome, and and a lot of people, yeah. you know, especially um, I'm, you know, here in America, you know, we um, we don't realize how good we have it, and so like like I said, I'm in the military, and so I've been deployed a few times, and I've seen the third world countries and stuff, and mm-hmm. and I tell you, it definitely make you grateful for what you have, but then it also Absolutely. definitely make you want to just kind of help as much as possible, 
and give back mm-hmm. as much as possible. And I love the fact that like when I when I read up on your mission and read up on what y'all do, it just reminds me of the whole that saying like if you give a man a fish, he eats for one day, but if you if you teach him how to fish, he can continue to eat. And that's exactly what y'all are doing. You're giving them these leadership skills, and then they're taking it back and teaching teaching it to uh, other people. And so mm-hmm. that's just a true you know true example of how God bless us, so then we can go off and be a blessing to others. And so that's that, that's amazing. Um, I know the first time I left the country and went to Iraq, I was terrified. I didn't know what to think and know what, and I didn't know what it was going to be like. How was it for you going to Africa the first time? Oh, wow. Well, um, you know, it, it's interesting because it kind of ties into the scripture I was going to talk about today. Well, let's get into Uh, it. (laughs) (laughs) Like what you hear so far? This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the Blessed Money book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry. You can continue the conversation on blessedmoney.com or on the Blessed Money app, available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support. And now back to the show. show, show. So, you know, since I was since I was at least nine years old, I really had uh, what really spoke to me was the Great Commission. And, you know, uh, I, I want to just read it so we, we can make sure we get the Bible word for word in here. But I'm reading here from the ESV version and starting in the middle of verse you know, 18. This is Jesus talking. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go there for make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so that was always, that was spoke to me since I was, you know, little. And I just had this feeling or what can you say? God speaking to me somehow that the last part of it, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age, you know, and for me, that translated into wherever I go, God will go with me. And so, you know, having that foundation, um, I wasn't afraid, you know, mm-hmm. I just knew that God would be there with me and, and take care of me. And, um, and so the first trip was, you know, it was different from what I envisioned. And a lot of that is, uh, of course, there's culture shock. And then, of course, there's other things that play. You don't know how to get around. You don't. You, we were there for a short term, but it was a whole month. So it's the little long short term. So, you know, we didn't have our own things set up. And, and it was just, it was a little challenging to learn. You had to learn enough to do things on your own, but we were not there long term to where you set it all up yourself. So... So definitely some challenges there the first the first time you know just even trying to get through that look like what we're used to yeah um that was a day's trip just to try to find that <laughs> and so you have to learn all these things and and you you can't just go to the store and just pick up something a lot of the supermarkets have very little selection at the time this is now almost 20 years ago um, it has improved a little bit depending on what area and in the, the country we live. We, we must have been in Kenya so far, but um, yeah, it was it was 
it was loud and the traffic was scary because they didn't follow any rule. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that reminds me of Qatar. When I went to Qatar, my goodness, like a stop sign, it might as well not even be there. The Do they have roundabouts there? The little circle? Um, Not too many. They had lights, but they didn't work or they didn't obey them oh, or, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Qatar, they had these roundabouts and then, so you're supposed to kind of merge your way in, but it's like, it's like, playing Russian roulette or something, trying to get into those things. So I, I could definitely relate to that. <laughs> yes, that was that was definitely an experience. And, you know, they they have those uh, buses, with it, which is just like a big van or like a 14 passenger. And I that's how we had to get around that first time when we went because we didn't have our car there then. So, you know, I was in the very back and I counted 23 people squished into this 14 passenger uh, bus. They call it Matatu there. And it was like, you feel claustrophobic. It's hot. It smells different when you're used to. And you're like, you know what? There is no escape from here. (laughs) That was was an experience for sure. Okay. So then you got out there. You uh you started teaching the curriculum, so you took discipling to a whole nother level. So like what what are some of the things that you would teach them, like like specific lessons? Um, as far as what we teach, you know, in our in our school is a lot of just the general Bible foundational things about faith and healing and and a Holy Spirit and the New Testament, you know, survey all the books in the New Testament and then the Old Testament. And so, and how to interpret the Bible and a lot of those things. But then we also do a lot of leadership, entrepreneurship. You know, we teach biblical finances. We talk about um, stewardship of your money. You know, you got to save, you got to invest, you got to, you know, be smart with your money. And then also like you, when you work, you have to have a certain work ethics because we've found that although there's a lot of Christians in Africa, they haven't really um, founded their culture upon the Bible. So ethics is, is far away from a biblical standard, you know, stealing and lying is just accepted. And, and it's just so far from what we can imagine. So we teach, you know, just ethics in life and if you open a business you need business ethics um and just a lot of those things skills that you need to sustain yourself to provide for your own family and we've just really seen how effective that is because you can give a person a meal or you can give them shoes on their feet but all that's going to do is that they're going to just be looking for the next thing that you can give them and it's kind of sad to say, but what we've seen is that the areas where there's been more missionaries is actually the worst in begging for things. You come into certain part of the country where there's been a lot of mission work and maybe UN work and other things, um, humanitarian work. And, you know, the first thing they say when they when you go off the runway is, what are you here to give me? What can you give me? Give me something. And if you go to other parts that have been more unreached, they don't have that mentality at all. And so we really try to, instead of giving them too much items, we give them the knowledge so that they can go for themselves and build, you know, their family, their life. And when you do that, they'll be building the society because the society is made up of families and individuals. Yeah. yeah. And that's. So. I think that's what, that's what transforms people. 
Um, and that's awesome. I, I really like that. Um, okay, so you, you, the Great Commission is your scripture. How has right. that, how, and I, you know, I, I don't even think I really have to ask, but how has that played out in your life? What's your, what's your testimony on that? Well, you know, um, as, as much as it, it, it involves much everything we do, I wanted to just give a couple of specific examples. And we kind of touched on it, you know, how, how was it to go to foreign country? And, you know, I, I would just hold on to the last part it says, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And so I remember on that first trip we took, one of the days we went from, because we were on the coastal town of Mombasa. So, you know, there were people around everywhere, um, you know, not highly developed, but there was, you know, a lot of things there. They, um, we went with the local pastor that we knew just a little bit, and we rented one of those 14 passenger vans uh, to take us and in, in a team to a more rural area to preach there for the day. You know, we were going to a church out there to for a seminar to be a blessing to them. And, and it was rural. We, I remember when we drove there, um, it started raining. And when it rained there, it pours. And, you know, you have these dirt roads, they almost just wash out. And I remember us going there. Um, it was raining and, and the rain started or the water that formed in the on the dirt road started coming into the car and we barely made it there uh, because of the weather. And um, but we that was in the morning and we were going to be there the whole day. But the, the, the car went back because, you know, that, they wanted to make money. So they went back and we were left there by ourselves and we had agreed that they should come back and pick us up at 4 p.m which is three hours before it gets dark. It gets dark by set, uh, seven o'clock. And, you know, five o'clock comes around, there's no car. <laughs> Six o'clock comes around, there's no car. And, you know, I just remember this is my first trip to Africa. And I really felt, you know, this was getting scary. Thankfully, we were with a local, but we didn't know them very well. So we were like, can we trust these people? Well, and he yeah. had organized, what, do, what are we doing? And I just remember standing out there in the middle of nowhere, rural, remote area, in the dirt. There was only like mud huts around. And we were there and I was looking up at the stars and it was all clear. You know, there's no lights around. You see all the stars, quite an amazing and impressive sight. But I just remember standing there and it was dark by that time. So it must have been past seven. And I just remember the verse, you know, you said you'll be with me always to the end of the age. So I'm here. I might almost be a little scared, but I know God is with me and it's going to be okay. And I didn't know how it's going to be okay, but you know, that was the promise that I had to stand on. And I just was very peaceful about it. Although my mind wanted to race and, you know, get into fear and, and be scared. I just, you know, remember the scriptures, Lord, you said you'll be with me always to the end of the age. I felt like I was <laughs> somewhere on the end of the earth. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? I I was like, you know where I am, God, you're going to get me home. And so that really, that really spoke to me. And sure enough, I think at eight o'clock, there was a car coming and the same car came <laughs> Amen. up That's awesome. and they picked us up. But, you know, it was one of those scary moments that being in a foreign country in a rural area you don't know the culture you don't know anything and here you are and you don't know if the people that you've gone with you can even trust them so you really don't know what, what's next but I just felt like God was with me and, and, and then he knew where I was so he would 
he was going to bring me back and it was all going to be okay. And he was, we made it back and it was, it was okay. So that was one of the, one of the times I felt like this really ministered to me, mm -hmm. um, you know, being out there, we had another incident. Um, it was a few months later because we had gone back to the States. We sold our house here and then we went back out to, to move you know, a, a more of a permanent move. And, um, and we had started that Bible training and we had gone from one village to another. And we had been in the, it was actually Mombasa as well on the coast. We were getting ready to travel back to um, Kisumu, which is a two day travel from Mombasa. And um, we had a baby with us. And, uh, and we were, Like we talked about, the, the traffic can be pretty crazy. And uh, there's definitely a lot of accidents there. Um, there's a lot of drivers, and especially the buses that are high. They are chewing some kind of a, a substance, and they get high. And so there's just a lot of accidents on the road there. And especially at that time, it was. And, and, and we were sitting at, uh, in our car. We had bought a vehicle by time, time and our baby was in the back seat on the on on the left left side and uh we were just at the light it was the last light before we were heading out of the town and then going on the main road that would take us back to Nairobi and Kisumu and um and as we were as we were standing there sitting there waiting for the green light we see this um this van You know, they call them matatus. Uh, those are the passenger vans um, that they use as buses. We see it on the corner of our eyes um, coming in, in such a high speed and it's not slowing down and it's approaching our vehicle. Mm. And it all happened so fast. You didn't even have time to react or think. Um, but all of a sudden, it comes right next to our car and it... For some reason, it got between our car and the car next to us, which I'm sure there was no room for that car there. I'm yeah. sure there wasn't because they don't spare any room there. It's very tight. But this this bus somehow manages to get between our car and the one next to us, and he crashes into the car in front of us and then the car in front of there again. And, you know, I, I do not have a natural explanation how he did not hit our car and the most amazing thing is our our baby was in the seat where it would most likely have hit our car and so you know that was just another one of those you know he's with me to the end of the age amen and, and i just i just felt that manifest again you know um as we were just going about the lord's business and and training leaders and, and you know discipling them and doing what the first part of it says to do then he said i will be with you always to the end of the age and, and that was just the confirmation that you know god is with us he watches over us he protects us he goes with us and you know He enables us to do what he called us to do. And in, in our situation, we were called to go overseas and to do mission. And, and it really tied into the scripture here. Um, how it's just been with us. Man, and see, that's why I do bless him on it. Because I love it when Bible scriptures come to life like that. Like you're literally out there making disciples. 
Mm-hmm. And God promised he'll be there with you. And you got a clear example of him, two examples of him being there with you. And that's, that's, that's really amazing. So since we in the spirit of sharing, I can tell you like my first time going overseas, I went to Iraq and uh, so I was going for, for, for war or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't saved at the time. So I was a little nervous and afraid, but I, I realized, you know, that even then God had grace over me. He, you know, he knew he had a calling for me. And so I'm in an area where people literally will try to kill themselves to kill you. Right, and right. so, uh, and God, and God protected me. Because if I had to die then, I would definitely would have went to hell, you know, because I wasn't mm-hmm. saved. And so I'm just grateful for, you know, even when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, you know, God has grace and mercy on, on us. But uh, I, I I really I really enjoyed that uh, hearing that testimony. It really touched me because, like you said, you were doing the first part of it, mm-hmm. and then God's promise in the second part came um, came true. And um, a couple things too. Uh, so I'm not sure if if the guys that you train or teach will actually hear this. But one thing um, I always do because, like I said, I got a passion for teaching too. And then I got tons of experience with leadership from being in the military, right? And so. Uh, the advice uh, that I would give to those guys if they actually happen to hear this is um, when you're, uh, if you operate the way Jesus did, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and and then what I learned from the Air Force, we have three core values, integrity first, service before self, and excellence in, and excellence in all you do. If you do those three things, I think mm-hmm. those three, you will be fine. And all those three things, uh, Jesus did. So integrity, just being honest, and being uh, trustworthy and doing the right thing, even when nobody's looking, you know, Jesus was the epitome of that. Serves before self. Jesus Himself said, I, "I I come to serve, not to be served." And so, just having that mentality, you know, I think that will, uh, you know, uh, it will go over into your businesses. It'll go over to your church if you had a mentality. Okay, I may be the boss, but I'm here to serve you as much as possible. Or I may have this company, but guess what? We can help each other out. I can instead of you being a competition, I can serve you, and that's gonna be giving back to you. And then that ex- excellence in all you do, like you said, with your guy, with, uh, with some of the guys you teach, their ethics and their work ethic may not have been there. But Colossians three twenty three tell us to do everything as if we're doing it on the God. And so again, far as leadership goes, I think, and I'm sure you all are teaching them this. I just figured I'd throw my two cents in, but uh, if they can do, if they can operate in those three lanes and follow like Jesus, uh, follow follow Jesus lead, then they'll be good. And but there's a fourth one that I didn't learn from the Air Force, but I learned from Jesus, and that's love. Mm-hmm. Jesus operated with love, and so I mm-hmm. think if we just have that mentality in all we do, you know, we're, whether we're raising kids, whether we're uh, being a business leader, whether we're, whether we're leading the church, if you operate with love, then more people are gonna want to come to know Christ. And so that's just my my two cents on it. Absolutely, I agree with you on that. Yeah. So so um, where can we support your uh, ministry? What can we what can we do to help out? Where where can we go to get more information? Just just kind of share that with us so people will know. Sure. We have a website. It's called safarimission.org. And that's where we have uh, opportunities for those who want to get involved. And, you know, we really just encourage people to do whatever they can. And, and, and you know, just um, 65 people giving $5 a month supports a whole Bible school over there, the whole of our campuses over there. So 
uh, you know, a lot of people are able to do $5, you know, yeah. it, it's not that much that we're asking that people do. And, and so safarimission.org, we have uh, testimonials from students. We do a, a monthly update every month, you know, like what are we doing this month? What's going on? So people can kind of stay engaged yeah. and, and so go check it out. So it's also there on the website. Um and also, you know, we post everything on there as far as financials and everything. So, you know, if you want to go check us out and there's a little bit about us, if you want to see what we, what, you know, what our vision is and all those things, see some more pictures, you can go to to the website, safarimission.org. We also do post um, a little bit on in Instagram and Facebook. It's also called Safari Mission. Okay. So that's the name of our ministry. And so if you want to kind of follow that, that's also good. But I think that you'll find a little bit more information as far as you want to see in depth on the website itself. All right. So is there anything you want to say before we go? Any other final parting words? <laughs> Well, I just want to say it really pays off to just follow God and his plans for your life. And, and, and everyone's everyone's plan is different. So find your purpose, what God has for you. And no matter if it looks impossible or hard, God will reward you and he will be with you always. always. Thanks again for joining us on the Blessed Money podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessedmoney.com, or download the Blessed Money app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessed Money blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace, peace, peace.